Hey everybody, and welcome to Well Said, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill's podcast where we talk with students, faculty, and staff about what's going on on campus and around the world. And today we're talking about providing medical toy kits for young UNC hospital patients with two UNC School of Medicine students, Ashley Thrower and Charlotte Story. As co-presidents of the Hematology and Oncology Interest Group over at the UNC School of Medicine, you've both been working on a fundraiser that will help bring toy medical kits to young patients over at the hospital, with the goal being acclimating the children to the medical devices that are used around them every day. Where did you come up with this idea of providing these medical kits? So the Peds Heme Onc Clinic has this little lending library where pediatric patients can come in, take books, and read them or take them home, whatever they want. And so they often will run out of books as students and children take them. And so we were running this book drive to help them stock their shelves when we learned about the fact that they used to have these medical play kits. And these medical play kits are given to incoming Peds Hemonc patients that are going to need extensive treatment. They're often very young and are frightened by things like stethoscopes or needles, IVs, things that are really imperative to getting them the treatment they need. And so we really wanted to be able to bring them the opportunity to provide these kits again to these children and help them reduce their fears of those sort of like necessary medical tools. So the kits were originally brought to the clinic two years ago by a donor. The donor donated 200 kits and the kits were given to newly diagnosed patients at the clinic. And they had a huge impact on the kids because the kids were able to regain some control um, when it came to like different medical procedures and they were able to express their fears and emotions through medical play and play is something that kids do best and it just made their experience at the clinic just a lot easier and they were also able to take the kids home and their parents were able to work with them and talk with them about different procedures that they might be getting the next day or when they were in the hospital their parents were able to act out a procedure that they might even be getting 10 minutes from now so the kits lasted for two years, and when we found out that they ran out, we wanted to do something about it. Let's talk about the pediatric hematology oncology clinic really quick. And what kind of things are the patients there dealing with? So the kids in the clinic range from really ages newborn to 21 years old, 22 years old. And it's the hematology oncology department, so the kids are dealing with things such as leukemia, lymphoma, sickle cell disease, G6PD deficiency, any type of hematological malignancy or cancer or even benign hematological disorders that you can think of. And the treatment periods are often prolonged. And so I think that's one of the reasons it's really important because it's not going to be one IV and then you get to go home. So the purpose of the kits is sort of both to help the kids with the procedures that they're going to face, but also to give parents the opportunity during these sort of play periods to talk to the kids about what is going on and why they need to go maybe get chemotherapy or whatever it might be. This idea revolves around the concept of medical play. So what is medical play? What do we mean when we use that term? So when I think of medical play and what I see when I watch the kids do medical play, especially at UNC, we have something called chemo duck. And chemo duck is basically what it sounds like. It's an actual duck that wears scrubs and he has an IV hooked up to his arm, and the kids are able to inject, you know, water or just air into the IV and pretend that they're, 
you know, injecting medicine into the duck. They have a stethoscope that they can listen to the duck's heart and play with the duck and talk to the duck. And they're able to interact with other patients or their parents in the playroom and just just express what they feel, you know, medical encounters are like or what they should be like. So we want to raise money to donate these medical kits so they can do the same thing at home with, with doctor kids with their parents. What are some of the benefits of this medical play? What are these young children getting out of this experience that they couldn't get otherwise? It's a chance for the kids to think about why they need to give chemo duck chemo. You know, you're trying to help chemo duck get better. It's a good thing. It may hurt chemo duck in this moment, but it's going to get better. And so it gives both providers and parents the opportunity to help the child process through what's going on. It sort of depends on the age of the child sort of complexity, but that's what's so important about these kits. They can really be tailored to the needs of each kid. So what's your goal in this fundraiser? Are you trying to raise a set amount of money and buy a set amount of kits, or are you just trying to get as many kits as possible? First, our goal was to replace the initial 200 kits that were donated, but now we're like, you know, why not just shoot for 300 kits, 400 kits? Unfortunately, there's always going to be a child diagnosed with cancer, with sickle cell, with any type of blood disorder. So there's always going to be a need for them, and they're going to run out eventually. And our long-term goal is sustainability. So the more, the merrier. You're both medical students and are both really busy. So why did you want to take on the responsibility of another project like this? Me, myself, personally... I became president or co-president of the hematology-oncology interest group because I want to be a pediatric hematologist-oncologist. And, you know, I've done shadowing in the PT Mont Clinic, and I've worked with Charlotte, and we've had people come speak to us about, like, B-cell lymphoma and the AYA um, population. But I wanted to do something to help the community and to help these young patients. So when I found out that the kids had a need, you know, I wanted to do something to meet that need. It was as simple as that. And I felt that we would, we were able to, we would be able to have the resources to do that. And we had the resources to do that. So why not? I think hearing Stephanie speak about the medical play kits, Stephanie's a pediatric life specialist in the clinic, just hearing her talk about the fact that they used to have them and they could give them to these kids and now they can't anymore. That was really moving. Um, And at the end of the day, one of the greatest things about social media and about the internet is that we can do these amazing campaigns. Like we've raised almost $4,000 at this point and we've done it entirely from our laptops. We've done a bit of going around and speaking with people in person, but a lot of it we can do from the comfort of the library. So in the classroom, as UNC School of Medicine students, you've been learning scientific skills that you need to be good doctors. But this isn't really the scientific side of things. This is the more human side. Has this been a good learning experience for you to learn how to connect with your patients and help them through a difficult time? Absolutely. I mean, here at UNC School of Medicine, we are really about patient-centered care. And even though these medical kits aren't provided on the regular to these patients, we really feel that to be thinking about the patient first, we need to think about needs that are other that are outside of their medical needs. And some of those are psychological. And I think that these kids are really addressing that first. It's about helping these kids address their fears, get ready psychologically, get ready for what's going to happen. Um, and so we really feel that that's meeting UNC's mission. Disorders like cancer, and sickle cell, they're systemic diseases, so they not only affect, you know, your body and your health, you know, they affect your mind and your family. So for me, 
being able to work with these children with the medical kits and working with the child life specialists, I think it's a really unique experience that I get not just working with the oncologist or working with, you know, a researcher. I want to be very holistic and well-rounded, like as a physician. So working with social workers and nurses and child life child specialists, specialists like, like <laughs> and language interpreters, I feel like that's going to make make it easier for me to treat a disease like cancer or sickle cell that's just systemic and requires you to treat the entire person and not just the disease. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Check back to unc.edu in two weeks for another episode of Well Said or subscribe on iTunes or Android apps.